God is pouring out this latter rain. The rain for the mystical church to get her ready for his coming. That we might uh, we might be made fruitful and that our fruit is precious and that we might be luscious to his taste. Oh, if I could only tell you what God has got prepared for you. If words could only tell you, my brother, my sister, you'd start to weep for joy, not even dance for joy, you would weep for joy before him. You know, uh, he makes us, he makes our own little puny minds pale when he begins to reveal the bigness of himself, how small we are, yet he deigns to our fellowship and communion with us. He deigned to pick us up out of nowhere. There's nobody, he's no respecter of persons whom God calls and chooses. I thank God he seals unto the day of redemption. Brother and sister, this redemption is the one I'm talking about which will save us out of this present world. A redemption from the tribulations of God. Hallelujah. And you've done, you're saved. Can't you throw back your head and face him? Can't you be proud in God? I don't mean, I don't mean this all pride that God weaves and cleanses powers. Thank God we've a right to be proud in God. Don't be proud of him. Hallelujah. Because we love him. We're not ashamed to call him Lord. We're not ashamed. We will not deny his word. Because his word set us free by the Holy Ghost. Thank God for the written page when it's illuminated by the Spirit of God and it witnesses within me. Listen, brother. Listen, sister. You cannot cry our Father and make him listen except by the Spirit of God. If you know faith within your heart, if your heart is cold, I tell you, you can only shout, Our Father, who art in heaven. Hallowed be You know, you feel sometimes that the very ground with only, only you know is something different sometimes. There are places in the spirit where we walk sometimes. It's so precious and it's so sweet. It's not all rough, you know. It's not all rough going. I thank God for the sweetness of times with God. It enables you strengthens your faith to go through the rough times, to go through the dry times, to go through the testing times. We need to get lost in God, to strengthen our souls. Man shall not live by his bread alone. You have to feed that precious soul. You have to drink, give it to drink. You have to nurture it. And God is more willing to pour out his spirit to strengthen his church than what we are to gather together in his name. Brother, sister, glory to God. Jesus said, oh, Give them power the glory that we have before the foundation of the world. This was the prayer of God the Father for the church. And I believe, you know, we see the vision and we're getting the message. And I believe the Holy Ghost is bringing such a unity and such a love. What we could not do, we could not catch up. He's able to pour in the oil of healing. He pulls the balm 
whole again. We get disappointed. You know, don't look at human nature. You know, don't look at the natural man too much. Keep your eyes on God. Make you remember what it was since the, the time of Adam. It's only the Spirit of God and the sanctifying power of the Holy Ghost that, that can change us from glory to glory. You know, some of us perhaps are obnoxious one to another and we just can't bear uh, one another. But I tell you that, that there's something in the Spirit of God that makes everything right. It makes everything sweet. It makes everything uh, uh, fall into my heart. It takes time sometimes. But thank God, I so much faith that the glory will make us one. God bless you.
that can mean nothing, but, but you take something of our spirits and let us draw something back of your spirit. You, you don't listen to what words that, that I say because I haven't tell you anything. But if you feel something, feel it from inside. Bless you all. Have you got a quick one, Joe? She said, tell him what it's like to live in a man who's been glorified. Of course you're coming out here. Bless you, Praise the Lord. It's just great to be here this afternoon, isn't it? I'm sure each one of us must be saying now that truly we feel better for coming here. Do you all feel better for coming here? Are you all praising the Lord more than when you came in? Do you all love Jesus that little bit more than when you first came in that door? You know, I think it's just great to be with people that are praising God. When I saw Jack down there this afternoon, it just reminded me that of the times when we've gone to Thorpe Hesley and he, he says, Oh, it's just great to be with the people that are praising yeah. God. Yeah. It's just wonderful, isn't it, to be free to do this. You know, I don't know this afternoon how many of you are used to this type of meeting or who are, but I'm going to tell you something, that there is something different to enter into. There is a different spirit to what we used to be used to. There really is. You know, I belonged to a Pentecostal church for years and years, and as Rose said, I was a stick in the mud as well. And, and on occasions I would come into a glory meeting because my brother-in-law and my sister uh, were with Henry. And I used to sit at the back and sit in the seat of the scornful, as the scripture tells us, and look and, and condemn it in my own mind. I used to think, well, I'm sure there's no need for this and there's no need for that. But I praise God, you know, this afternoon that he showed me a better way. And, that, and I also praise God that he gave people a compassion in the heart that they would love me and pray for me that I should be able to enter into this. It's only because people have loved me, you know, shown love towards me. And again, the scripture says, love begets love, doesn't it? And this is what it is. Jesus first loved us. And this afternoon, you know, I can say that I'm so thrilled to belong to this great family of God. And you know, it's done a, a miracle in our family because my, my husband's here and my children are here. And I'm glad to say that each one of us are free in Jesus. You know, he's given us his free spirit to rejoice in and to praise him. And even if it does seem a bit strange to some of you, well, I don't know. You know, when I read my Bible, I find out that as Jesus went about, there was a lot of things that he did that were very strange. A lot of things that were very different to what the usual religious people were used to do uh, to see him. And I can remember when he was uh, reading about when he when Jesus was walking along the street and there was a funeral procession and they were going, weren't they, to the church. They were going to have a, a funeral service in the church, but Jesus knew different. And he raised that person up there and then in the street. Now a religious person would turn and look and say, well, what a thing to do. We really ought to have taken him into church and buried him. But I praise God, you know, because Jesus did something that was different. And I'll tell you what he's done. This is what he's done for us, isn't it? This afternoon he's shown us something that's different. And he's resurrected me. And I'm glad of it. And I'll tell you something else. We're always talking about revival. Well, you know, revival isn't going to drop out of the sky all of a sudden. I think this afternoon that I've had a revival in here. Jesus has done something with me. He's raised me up with that free spirit. And I'll tell you, folks, it's just great. And it does something for you. And truly, it changes your life completely. 
It really does. And so they have to know, just enter into this free spirit that the Lord is busy pouring out upon us. You know, it's there for each one of us. It loves every one of us just the same. And I'm glad for that day when I could step out and as Connie would say to me, have you found your starting handle, Josie? And I had found a starting handle. And the Lord set me gloriously free. And I'm just thankful in afternoon for it, am I? Praise the Lord. It's true what Joseph said there, you know, I remember a blesser. We said, one wish is going to do, you'll feel bad for coming here, so I couldn't feel a deal worse. Now this is it, what we want in glory means everybody to enter in. Every moment is precious in a glory meeting where the Spirit of God is moving. And I tell you, even in this country, it's in short supply. There aren't enough deliverance meetings. And my prayer of my heart is that these folk here at Stanton and the Bar and different parts of the country will get filled with the glory of God and you go forth and set the captives free. It's just a waste of time if we just keep having meetings coming together and it's not increasing. It's a bankrupt gospel. Well, the gospel that Jesus said, it wasn't a bankrupt gospel. These signs shall fall and not believe. Praise the Lord. So my brothers and sisters, let us hear the loins of our mind and let us enter into this new thing that God wanted to do. This new thing, reaching out, reaching out to God. There's much more for me to receive. There's much more for you to receive. But the Spirit moves in different ways. But the Spirit seems to be moving today in a wonderful way of rejoicing. The joy of the Lord, filled with the glory of the Lord. There's one man who just keeps coming on to me here. George, just a quick one from you. You, George, we're in glasses on. You've got a little assembly. Come over here, boy, George. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Thank you. That's it. Come on. Bless you, brother. You didn't expect this, but you can do it. No, well, give him a real good clap, then. Well, I'm not used to these glory meetings. I was stayed evangelical, baptized in the Spirit. Yes. I don't go in for this. No. No. Do you like it? Yes, I've enjoyed myself. <laughs> Yes, and I believe that it's true, as all you've said, that uh, the world and uh, people in general do need right. deliverance. They do, that's right. They need deliverance. They need deliverance, sure. And many people are needing deliverance, and they don't really know that they need it. That's true. But we've got to tell them that they do need deliverance. That's it, George. And I've prayed for a long time that I may have a deliverance ministry. Well, we've got to have it from this afternoon. Hallelujah. That's right. Hallelujah. Yes. Praise the Lord. No, I've got for you. Yeah, yes, I brought the Hands up all those yes. love, George. Hands up. We all love you. Now I want every one of you, everybody we to pray for George. And I get our brothers on the platform. Come on, man. Come on. Come on, George. Come on, brother. Special blessing. Oh, there's a Oh, Lord, we have the Father. We thank you for Brother George.
what one feels inside. There just are no words. Um, the Lord has brought me a long way in a short time. He's done tremendous things with me. He's shown me many things, things that I didn't know. Things that, well, I thought I knew, you know, and then I found out I didn't, and that was the biggest surprise of all. But praise the Lord, <laughs> I'm like Job, and like the brothers and sisters of here have testified. I now know God with the inward eye and the inward being. Um, he's taught me how to uh, bring my body as a living sacrifice unto the Lord. And as he has consumed that sacrifice and taken over, many things have happened. We're very much in an embryo stage, you know, very much growing, but uh, yes, true. And the growing pains are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and those who are growing along with us, no doubt, know that. And their growing pains are terrible as well, because I feel theirs as well. But nevertheless, we are growing in the Lord. And the wondrous thing over this is that we're not doing it any longer. The Lord is doing it. And so I praise Him. That's all I want to do. Lift up the name of Jesus and praise Him. He gave me many dreams. Um, my husband says, you, you know, if I have a dreamer. <laughs> but he doesn't dream much and I do, but I used, I've dreamt many times, and I know our sister Maja out here, that this place has been filled with people praising the Lord, yeah. uh, dancing, and uh, even in the vestry, these things filled. And, you know, the Lord has brought this about. We have Brother Trevor Deering ministering here, and uh, there was the same sort of spiritual atmosphere and rejoicing and love. And, and then it's grown amongst us, and now you're here, and the same thing is happening again. And um, maybe I'm a bit weird, I don't know, but I think even the very walls and the stones absorb this prayer and the love. And that when people then come in, after you've all gone to work, I'm sure people will come and say, the atmosphere here is of love. And uh, well, I've no more to say, just the Well, I think that was wonderful, don't you?
long time here. The conventions miles away. Somehow, I don't know. I seem to manage to get there, and it's all due to him. All praises for the day. Hallelujah. Just a very quick one. It is through Sally that we came to this place in the first place. Just a quick one, Sally. And it is. Bless you, Sally. Bless you. Well, praise the Lord. You know, Howard just said that he won't the day that the Lord found me. Uh, all the people who stand on the bar knew that I used to visit the pub Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays, and I was always drunk. And I used to play at the working men's club just down the lane. And I remember the last time I ever went there, I wished I could play something different to what I was playing. I kept playing, put another nickel in and roll out the barrel. I was sick of them. And I started to, started to play something. I started to play something and I didn't know what it was. But all of a sudden, all the people were singing. And I was playing Jerusalem. Well, I didn't know that God was doing something in my heart. He was drawing me to him. And on the following Tuesday, I was supposed to play at the pub down the bottom there, and I didn't want to go. And so I sat watching television. I had half a pint one side and a bag the other. <laughs> and Billy Graham came on the television as a relay from Scotland. And I didn't know that Billy Graham was going to come on the television. My mind was far from God or anything concerning him. But I found myself breaking my heart, weeping buckets. And, uh, I, I couldn't understand what was happening. And uh, as I made the bed and as I did my work, I got to the radio and I was taking it upstairs and me shoving it under my apron and listening to all what Billy Graham had got to say about this Jesus. And uh, I made up my mind I must go to a church. Well, I only went to the Church of England once a year because I was uh, in the British Legion and somehow God led me up to this little place here. And as I walked in through that door, I sat right in the front. That wasn't me, that was God. 
And as I sat in the front, they got a visiting treater here from Coalfield, and there they were whispering together. You know, and I thought, I know that they're talking about me. And uh, the visiting preacher said, we're going to change the subject this afternoon. We weren't going to talk about the gift of the Spirit. We're going to talk about salvation. And he asked everybody to put their hands up and those who were saved. And I whipped myself round there and looked. And there were about 50 hands up. And what I didn't know was there'd been a revival because of Valdez coming to Leicester. And a lot of these folks had got saved and filled with the Spirit. And uh, he said, everybody's not saved. And I shot about my feet and I said, I don't know what you're talking about, about being saved. But something's happened inside me. I've been listening to Billy Graham. And he's been talking about Jesus. And so the chap said, well, I can help you. We can help you there. Do you believe that Jesus died to set you free from your sin? I said, yes, I do. Something makes me believe it. Would you believe that he rose from the dead to give you a new life? I can't help but believe it. Well, he said, praise the Lord. You've confessed Jesus as your saviour. And I never heard another word he said. And then he said that Jesus heals as well as saves. And I went out to the front. I thought, well, if he can take 41 years of sin out of my life, he can do anything. And from that moment, a faith was born in my heart that nothing was too hard for God. And God took me on from there. I followed him all the way. And uh, I started coming to this little place. And as I walked out of here, there were huddled together. There were a few of the young folks huddled together there. And I was told in the week, Majesty, it would be so long to go back in the pub again. But I didn't have to stop going to the pub. I just didn't want to go anymore. Only to tell them that Jesus loved them. But from that time on, I found myself seeking for God and for all he's got for me. And I received a back from the Holy Ghost in my own home and besought him. And uh, I kept going out from here to the different places to testify. And I went in the power of the Spirit. And I thanked God that I had to test of whether this is real or not. There's no doubt about it. I know it's real. I know that Jesus is real. He's real in my life. And I, I'm aiming to serve him. I'm aiming to serve him since I got saved. He's been first in my life and always will be. I thank God because he's kept me by his power. And he loves me. I know he loves me. I feel his love. I feel the warmth of his love. And I thank God because I love every one of you as well. Amen. God bless you, Howard. Praise the Lord. Well, it's nice to see you all. And what I think is coming to my mind, I'm so glad I'm a part of the family of God. What impressed me, I've been in the Pentecostal meeting from the last Pentecostal movement, from the last election to the Jeffrey's days. When a little child I've been brought up, I've seen it all. But I've never seen the love like we've seen with the glory people. I've been all over the well, not all over the world, but a lot of countries abroad, and I know that the love of God, the same, brings people to the knees. I've seen one out, and I've seen hundreds out over the power of God. I've administered the glorious gospel of the kingdom. And brother and sister, don't you let criticism, because you can Jesus had it, and we're not greater than Jesus are we? The servant is not greater than his Lord. You'll get persecution, you'll get all these things, but you keep looking unto Jesus. I tell you, Jesus wants men who will go.
It was men and women who can't see anything but the greatness of God. And you'll find, brother and sister, I find this in my experience, that as you run, you'll find that these, these great big giants and these mountains, the mountains melt away and the giants turn away, run away from you, because greater is he that's in you than he that is in the world. God bless you. Loving Heavenly Father, we say a very big thank you for the privilege of meeting together again in that mighty name of Jesus. And especially here at this Easter Monday convention here at Stanton on the Bar. We pray, Heavenly Father, that you'll bless this place in a mighty way. And every member and Brother George assembly as well. Now, Brother Lee, keep everyone filled with the Spirit. Give everyone traveling mercies. And we give you all the praise and all the glory for Jesus' sake. Amen. We do love you, brothers and sisters. Now you can have a glory cup of tea.